Welcome to the Global Nurse Podcast, the show where Filipino nurses from all over the world get to share their stories. Have you ever wondered what it's like to pursue a nursing career while being away from the motherland? Well, tune in as we highlight the inspiring journeys of Filipino nurses as they share their challenges and triumphs of living and working abroad. I am your host, Kathy K. Retardo. In today's episode, we will be talking to Sheila. She's currently working as a travel nurse in California. She has previously worked as a CBICU nurse at Banner Health in Arizona. She also has her MBA. Sheila will be sharing with us her immigration story and her travel nursing experience. Welcome to the show, Sheila. Hello. Welcome, Sheila. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to interview you regarding your travel nursing experience so before we get into that please share a little bit about yourself you know how you got to the u.s your professional and also your personal life thank you for inviting me Kay. Uh, my name is sheila Fantawi. i'm from ordinate city pangasinan i was born there but uh, pretty much now a resident of baguio city if i'm in the philippines um I graduated my bachelor's at St. Louis University, uh, class 94, and it's with your sister, Karen, that I graduated. Um, I love traveling and uh, I like trying new adventures and doing, uh, going through the path that some people hasn't tried. So one of those is travel nursing, but prior to coming to uh, the States, I was, I entered the military from 1996 to 2001, I served in the nurse corps uh, as a first lieutenant when I left uh, the country. My love for traveling uh, outweighed my uh, wanting to have a stable job in the government. So that's why I decided to uh, try and migrate to the U.S. Oh, Ate, that is really amazing. I mean, Sheila, it's so amazing that you started with military nursing. Like because you graduated in 94 so you were there for five years and gave that up because you wanted to really travel the world more and came to the U.S. so what was your first job coming to the U.S. and where was that where did you move? I first moved to Arizona but my license is actually a Texas license uh, I went to BOM to take the NCLEX uh, Texas but at the time uh, during uh, Arizona Hospitals are the one interviewing uh, uh, interstaff uh, agency in uh, for with IPAMS in Manila. So uh, I was like, whatever. I just need to get to the U.S. I can go any part of the U.S. and just move to California after my two-year contract with my relatives. Uh, so that was uh, how I started to uh, apply for the U.S. Uh, I arrived in Arizona November two thousand one. Actually, it was Thanksgiving night. Wow! So you're like, oh, <laughs> coming in Thanksgiving. So you were in, you were full time staff in a hospital. I think you you have mentioned to me that it was at um, Banner Health that you work. And how long were you there? And what position did you hold in the hospital? Uh, I was uh, with uh, Banner Health as the whole system for 20 years, uh, but uh, I was under contract for two years with the agency that got us to uh, Arizona. And then after my uh, two-year contract, I uh, moved just next door to the Heart Hospital because I 
during uh, Dr. Dumaging's time, during anatomy and physiology, I fell in love with the heart. And I already know as a student that I'm going to be a heart nurse. So I pursued that. I moved to a CBICU at Banner Heart Hospital from the medical center just next door. So I've been with CBICU for 18 years before I, I gave my resignation uh, before Christmas in 2020. I was a charge nurse there when I left. Wow. So, I mean, to really, I mean, it's a specialized um, nursing field of like CBICU. And to me, like, I think that's really hectic. I all I float around also in pediatrics at the children's hospital. So I know like after surgery, especially congenital heart defects, but for you guys, it's really a lot more of those older patients that may have, um, you know, needing all those, um, what type of surgeries were like common at, at Banner Health? Uh, at the heart hospital that I worked at, we pretty much specialize in uh, coronary artery bypass, cabbages, and aortic valve replacements. Sometimes some surgeons will do a, uh, a ventricular remodeling. And at one point, we have a robotic surgery. Uh, unfortunately, the surgeon who does that uh, died. So uh, that's why we didn't have it anymore. And uh, aside from heart surgery, we also do a cardiothoracic uh, surgeries, uh, lung surgeries, and a lot of vascular surgeries. Nice. So it's, uh, but it's mostly for heart surgeries, especially. Yes. Okay. And you mentioned that you moved to, um, you started your travel nursing, um, it's, you know, like journey in November or December of 2020. What made you decide to pursue this other path of like travel nursing and live a almost 20 year <laughs> career in, in a <laughs> more like secure, stable position, having a charge nurse position in a, in a cardiac hospital. So what, what made you decide to change? Uh, pretty much what made me left the military, <laughs> my love for traveling and uh, trying new things and seeking new adventures is what made me uh, decide to finally leave my uh, my uh, job for uh, like 20 years. Actually, uh, they've been not good to me uh, during my uh, 20 year with them, with the heart hospital. Uh, they let me, uh, they allow me to take seasonal leave every summer from 2010 to 2016. I did, I was away from my regular job every summer. So that's so up. Uh that's really great. Wow. So it's about two two months. Do you take how many weeks off for during those summer? Uh, th uh, three months. They let me go away for three months because during summer, our uh, patient population goes down. But as long as I come back by fall, because by fall, the snowbirds, we call them snowbirds, winter visitors goes to Arizona and our population doubled. And we got a lot of patients by then from fall to spring. So summer, they let me off uh, every summer for three months while maintaining my seniority. And I did that for uh, seven years, every summer. It's really such a great benefit. I mean, it's good to know that there are hospitals out there to um, for you to be able to do that. And what did you do during that time? Mostly just travel or, you know, what were you doing those three months off? <laughs> Uh, during those three months off from my regular job, I find my own employment through travel agencies. Uh, so uh, my, my first uh, one was in uh, San Antonio, Texas. The reason why I chose that was to be with my family at the time. Uh, my niece was just born. Uh, she was just one month old. It's my first niece. And my brother lives in Texas. He was working there in Texas. 
So, and my mom was there too. So I, I and then uh, I was uh, also grieving my aunt who just died of breast cancer at the age of 42. So May, I was noticing that I'm getting depressed and I was like, okay, I cannot go on like this. I have to do something. So I, I asked if I can take a seasonal leave from my regular job and they let me. So I took three month assignment. My first assignment was in Texas just to be with my family, but initially just to help me grieve. And so that I won't get depressed, I have to do something because or I'm going to fall into depression at that time. It's really nice that you were that self-aware and you knew what you needed. You know, you needed to be closer to family. You needed some time off to leave work. I think a lot of nurses that are going through burnout, being anxious, being depressed is that they don't know that it's even possible, you know, so that's such a great thing for you to do to advocate for yourself so let's you know that's just i hope that you know people that are listening to this podcast gets inspired that everything is really negotiable especially now with the nursing shortage and sometimes we forget that you know that we need to leave the work or live nursing and just knowing that nurses like you have made it happen and even before the pandemic so how was your what are the benefits of uh, working as a travel nurse the benefits of working as a traveler is you make your work pay for your vacation <laughs> and your travel nice uh, killing two birds with one bullet <laughs> nice so pretty much i love traveling and uh I want to go places, but I don't want to pay for the place that I stay at. So uh, the stipend uh, that uh, the travel nursing agency give you helps uh, pay for your housing. And uh, at the same time, I'm also making money while working. And I am one of the travelers who never do extra shift. I just do my three shifts a week because I go to the place not to really work, but to explore. <laughs> so my passion for nursing and traveling, I combined it and let my my uh job pay for my vacation yeah well, i think that's really amazing that you found a specialty in nursing where you know they allow you to like you said explore see another city and so to you really it's it's more of that ability to see the country different cities um what else would you tell other listeners that the benefit if they're scared because you know living a, a full-time stable job and then now heading to travel nursing what are the things that they should consider before jumping into it yeah travel nursing is not for everybody you know some people value stability and uh if uh you're one of those who cannot uh easily adjust and uh, be resilient uh travel nursing might not be for you and uh, but uh, if you're uh, if you're brave enough to try new things and give up what's uh, uh, get out of your comfort zone, because uh, I've noticed when I was in uh, CBIC, I feel like I already know that this that it becomes boring that you think you already know everything. But when you go into travel nursing, you learn that there's a lot of things that you don't know. You learn new things, new computer charting, new uh, new. Uh, culture at work new surgeons that you have to deal with new co-workers those are the ones that you have to consider if you cannot adjust uh, easily then uh, travel nursing might not be for you but if you're outgoing and open-minded and uh, just be brave and go see the world and uh, be open-minded uh, learn i believe travel is my best education i learn more from uh, traveling 
than uh, reading. I like books, but I want to see what I've read in books in person. So that's... Yes, I agree with you. Yes, like you know, traveling is really such a great learning experience. So, so for nurses, would you recommend for them to start doing local um, agency work to just get the feel if they are will be willing to adjust and adapt to a new hospital, new computer charting, new way of things before agreeing to do a 13-week assignment? Yes, uh, travel nursing varies from like uh, some, I've seen four week assignment now, but usually it's like the minimum would be eight weeks assignment and uh, 13 weeks assignment, or you can go as much as a 26 week assignment. I usually do a 13 week assignment, uh, which is like three months. And uh, you got to do your uh, own research. Uh, and uh, if you uh, if you're still a little uh, scared or a little wary in uh, giving up your regular job, then uh, maybe you can do local travel nursing and try it. And if you like it, then you can go full time travel nursing and uh, still maintain maybe a per diem or a, a part time uh, uh, status in your regular job. So that way you haven't given up your old job while trying new things with uh, travel nursing locally. So, uh, but the thing is you have to be within uh, past 50 mile ranges to get a stipend uh, prior to coming to California. I did a uh, uh, local travel assignment in Chandler, Arizona, but it's within 25 miles of my house. So I didn't get the stipend. So as you have mentioned already, first is just try it first doing local travel and you said to also consider the other benefits such as stipend or if you were going to explain to other people out there who may not know what a stipend is what does what does that mean you don't have to actually give the actual numbers but what does stipend mean stipend will pretty much like pay for your housing because you will pretty much like a travelers you will leave your the comfort of your own home and go to another place. So they will pretty much pay for your hotel or your uh, apartment. Or in my case, I'm renting a room uh, here in California. So that's stipend. And also there's also meal uh, allowance, including in the stipend. So that will add up. Even if they only give you like this much like hourly rate, it may look low to you for a traveler's, but your stipend, which is housing and meal al allowance, will make up for the low hourly rate they quote you on because the taxable ones are the uh your hourly rate whereas the stipend and uh, which is your housing and meal allowance are non-taxable Sheila that's really good for you know our listeners to know that even if the hourly rate of the contract they are giving you may not be as high or you know not significantly higher than your full-time work in the hospital but all that, like you said, the stipend and the mill um, allowance would cover and that's non-taxable. So that's really such a great benefit that not many people probably know that, like you said, it adds up plus you get to explore another city. So you, those are the things that you have already shared that the benefits, but share with us what have been the challenges as well as a travel nurse. Uh, the challenges of being a travel uh, nurse is like finding the right fit for you uh, to go uh, to. So don't I would advise don't just stick with one travel agency. I usually keep three travel agencies and I let my agents know where I want to be at a certain time. Like, hey, I want to be like from June to uh, September, I want to be in Hawaii. So I told my travel agent at the time in 2011 that I want to be in Honolulu. 
So she found me Kaiser um, Wanaloa in Honolulu. So I got like three week vacation in Hawaii and uh, like I got three agencies, but one found me the Hawaii assignment. So I go with that agency. So uh, don't stick with one. I know you want to be loyal and uh, but uh, you got to also uh, look out for yourself because nobody will look out for you as a travel nurse. So you you decide where you want to go. And if the rate is acceptable to you, then uh, go for it. Uh, you got finding the right fit is one of the challenges. And another is like giving up a lot of perks of what you had from your uh, regular uh, job. Yes, I just that's what I wanted to know, Sheila. What are the perks that you said that you are giving up? So so that we're we all just know what we're getting into it for before we sign that contract. Yeah, because a lot uh, a lot of people think like, oh, travel nurse make a lot of money, this and that. Yeah, uh, just looking at it on paper, it looks good. Like, yeah, she's making this much and much. It may be like uh, twice more than what you're making prior to your regular job. But I gave up my 401k. I gave up my, I buy my own health insurance and also uh, the uh, paid time off. I was getting 11 hours per pay period uh, from my old job being uh, there for like 20 years. So those are the things I have to give up. And if I have to calculate all those, pretty much it will just amount to the same thing as what I'm making as a travel nurse. So uh, if you if you really need a uh, health insurance and you got a family, uh, that's, the, that's the downside because you have to think of your family and health insurance. So having a regular job gives you security of health insurance. And I gave that up. Mm. So, um, I mean, that's really, you know, great information that, you know, we don't often um, discuss or know. We just see like all this advertising about how many, how many, I mean, what travel nurses make without considering those other perks that, that we're letting go. So tell us then what companies have you worked with? And, you know, if you just wanted to name two or three so that some listeners out there who's starting from like zero no information on travel nursing and would hear where do they start like who will be the three companies that you would say that they can start reaching out to to get more information uh i pretty much work with uh, already like five uh travel agencies but so far uh i've uh, did a lot of contracts with arios medical group i think it's based here in california they're the one who found me the Hawaii, the UCSD La Jolla assignments, and pretty much like I think the Washington assignment and that I like. And I think the one in Virginia also. And uh, another is uh, I, I'm currently with Emerald Health right now, and so far they're treating me well. And uh, I've heard uh, good uh, reviews from other travelers, although I haven't worked with them yet, with uh, Medical Solutions and AYA. So I haven't tried those yet, uh, but so far I've worked with uh, Arius uh, Medical Group. I've worked with uh, Emerald Health and uh, my last two assignments was with Lead Health, Health staff. So far they've treated me well. Okay, great then. And we're going to put those on the show notes. Sheila's going to give us the information so that you can start um, having a way to contact those um, travel nursing agencies. I also would like to ask you, Sheila, now that you said you get your own health insurance, your own retirement, where, you know, give us some, um, some resource or what have you been doing? How do you get this health insurance? So please share with us resources. 
Yeah, so I gave up my health insurance with uh, with my banner health insurance uh, with my regular job before. But uh, prior to giving that up, I already researched in advance uh, 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 marketplace uh, uh, .gov. I think that was uh, introduced during Obama's time. So I uh, I, I shopped my own uh, my own health insurance there, and I'm actually currently I'm with United Healthcare right now, and I pay for my own insurance. Uh, I shopped because it's not a uh, one size fit all. You have to choose which one benefit you want, and uh, the amount you pay monthly will be very different from according to your needs. Dental health, uh, eye health. And, and vision as well. Okay, great. So it's really the marketplace for the Affordable Care Act, um, depending on um, which state you're at, then you can start looking that up. Great then. So before we end this interview, I just wanted to ask you, is there anything that you would like to share with the listeners, things that you are advocating for, or you have already mentioned how much you love traveling, any travel personal travel tips or any other um, nursing travel advice that you can give us? Uh, my main advice is just like to be brave and uh, go out there, see the world. The, the more you see the world, the more open-minded you become. So uh, I would, uh, I would encourage you to try uh, local travel if you're still a little hesitant and then uh, go out of state uh, if uh, later, if you want and um, I'm also an advocate for self-care. Uh, the pandemic has taught us to take care of ourselves. Like, well, we get burned out as nurses. We are so into taking care of other people that we sometimes forget to take care of ourselves. And uh, traveling uh, helped me uh, pretty much heal and uh, get back to uh, being myself. And uh, I would, uh, I highly advocate to uh, self, uh, taking care of yourself as a healthcare givers. And I thank your sister, Karen, for that also. I had a session with her and she helped me a lot. Great. Yes, I know. It's really important for us to, to really take care of ourselves because we need to fill our own cup before we can start um, helping others. Sheila, thank you so much. It's just been like great information, things that we wouldn't even know what travel nursing is. And you just really gave us those inside look of like oh it's not just the pay that they get but it's all the benefit that they get like you said you get to travel different cities and let the let the work pay for it and just be brave and explore as you have said thank you so much Sheila thank you Kay Thank you for listening to the Global Nurse Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Stay tuned to our next episode featuring Filipino nurses living around the world. We will also be talking to nurses working at different specialties and those nurses who decided to take a totally different path. If you are a Filipino nurse or you know a Filipino nurse who would like to be a guest on our show, you can email at theglobalnurse at gmail.com or leave a message at 657-215-9586. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on your social media, or leave a rating or review. 
Our theme music is done by our sound engineer Ryan Peralta for logistics and art cover design by Shakina Branes. Special thanks to Adam, my family, Mama, Karen, Kim, and Chris Ritardo, and my friend Pep Publico. Thanks again for listening to the Global Nurse Podcast. This is your host, Kathy K. Ritardo. Until next time.